Welcome to 10.5, the official podcast of the OPP Association. My name is Scott Mills. And I'm Emily Brown, and we are the Strategic Communications Coordinators for the OPP Association, and your host for the 10.5 podcast, the official podcast of the OPP Association. The OPP Association is the sole bargaining agent for the close to 10,000 members of the Ontario Provincial Police in Canada. Our members are our focus and our strength. We aim to provide important information to our members and the public about matters that affect policing in the province of Ontario. Well, thanks, Emily. And uh, today we are joined by retired OPP inspector, Jerry Salisbury, who is the vice chair of the local OPP Veterans Association, Chapter 9, Kingston Branch. And uh, today we will be talking about a very special annual golf tournament that's happening very soon, which supports the local Special Olympics. And uh, we're also going to be talking about the history of the tournament and the importance of getting veterans and uh, their families, friends, and the community together in a social environment. And and uh, the mental and emotional value uh, for our vets to be involved in their community. So having said that, uh, a very warm welcome to you, uh, Jerry Salisbury. Thanks, Scott and Emily. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. Well, it's great to have you, Jerry. So to kick off our conversation, can you tell us a little bit about your career with the OPP? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I spent 30 years with the OPP. I started in 1983. That's a long time ago. And uh, uh, I, was, I was lucky enough to start my career at Downsview Detachment and spent a couple of years there and then transferred to Kingston Detachment, which was home for me, which uh, later became uh, or turned into uh, South Frontenac Detachment. And then uh, through some, you know, promotions and, and transfers, I, I spent a couple years at Kirkland Lake and then uh, finished off down at Perth Detachment, which is now called Lanark County Detachment. I was the detachment commander there for many years, uh, absolutely loved the area. And uh, I also, part of my career, I, I spent many years as a critical incident commander with the province, uh, working with, uh, you know, different branches of the OPP doing some uh, uh, major work that uh, incident commanders do. So I, I've, I've been all around the province uh, enjoying it and absolutely got to meet so many great people. I, it's, it's been a, a wonderful career and I've been retired now for 10 years now and uh, living in the uh, Kingston area now. Wow, that's uh, impressive, Jerry. Congratulations on your retirement and making it 10 years in, there's uh, many of us that don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's, it's been a great 10 years. I've been very lucky for sure. Yeah, so uh, now I, I know you have a very special event coming up that we mentioned earlier uh, soon. And when I say soon, I mean next Friday because this podcast is going to be released on uh, Friday, I believe, the 21st of July. And on the 28th of July... 2023 to be precise uh, a charity golf tournament is going to happen and uh, I was wondering if you could talk about this tournament uh, who it's supporting uh, why it's so important to you and the local Kingston community Jerry 
Yeah, thanks, Scott. So our, our tournament is uh, an annual tournament. It's been going on for many years now. And I have to give credit to uh, John Patterson, who has actually run the tournament for the many years that it's been here as part of the community and, and Kingston and area community. And I just recently took it over this year uh, after moving to the Kingston area. And uh, it's been a, a great learning experience to start with, working with all the different uh, people here and Loyalist Golf Club where we're, have, where we're hosting the tournament. And then, of course, um, there's, there's many offshoot benefits to it as well, too. And so the, the tournament is designed so that it's set up so that we can get community support uh, as well as engaging with our community partners, uh, local businesses, local business people, uh, our local veterans that are here, and of course veterans that are all around the province. And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in, the, in the next session here, next couple of questions. But, so I'm leading it, but I can't take all the credit. There, I have an excellent committee in place with some retired officers that are from the area, as well as this year... Uh, we've included some of our uh, spouses that are helping out and some of our members who have passed away, some of their spouses are helping out. So it's, it's a great team effort and it's really set up that way so that we can have you know, maximum success in, in what we're doing with the tournament. That's excellent, Jerry. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple side questions about the tournament. How, how many years has this tournament been going on for? So the tournament's going on, been going on now for about 17 years or so and really started out, Emily, as a uh, tournament just to get vets together and socialize and it's, it's progressed and blossomed into this big tournament that has, has really uh, developed into a, not only a, a, a tournament to get our vets together in the local area but to also include our local business partners and bring in people that that so they can understand what the OPP Veterans Association is all about and how we support the community uh, even after we have retired members uh, it just doesn't mean we just go away and we're not doing community work so it's 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 been going on for quite a while but it's just grown uh, to exponentially really to a point where uh, we're full with with 120 golfers and this is a very cool thing as well too uh, we're going to have seven special olympians playing with us as well in the tournament so we're really excited about that and Jerry, we mentioned earlier, uh, so the proceeds for this charity golf tournament go to the Special Olympics, is that correct? They do. So Emily, what we're doing is is the, the proceeds are actually going to the local Special Olympics golf team. Um, as we know, there's a provincial body for the Special Olympics as well too, but um, we chose to support the local team here in the Kingston area, uh, which includes players that and athletes that are from uh, not only Kingston, but there's there's athletes that are from the Belleville area, uh, Napanee, uh, north of Kingston. Uh, there's also a member on the team from the Gananoque area as well too. So it's it's uh, and we and I have to tell you, we actually had the team out to the golf course here at Loyalist Golf Club uh, a couple of Sundays ago. 
and for a practice round and just to give them some familiarity with the golf course. And we had a blast. I had uh, four or five volunteers with us and the team came out and played and we had a bit of a social hour afterwards and a few little prizes. And what an amazing day it was. We, we just... We just got to that point where we played nine holes in a little bit of a scramble format. Um, you should see some of the athletes that are on this golf team that for the Special Olympics, they are, they are very skilled. Um, you, you see them and, and they, they, are, they take it seriously. They are able to play a really strong round of golf and we just had a blast with them. And that's really, you know what, that, that kind of set it up that we, we're, we're in the right direction here for this golf tournament, for sure. You know, I can hear your passion about the tournament itself, but uh, I just want to switch gears because I know you're also passionate about, you know, vets getting involved in their community, both in Kingston and, and really anywhere. Could you touch upon why you think it's important for vets and associations like the OPP Veterans Association to be actively, uh, you know, supporting your communities, community organizations, etc.? Yeah, Emily, as officers, you know, we're, we're very involved with the communities when we're working through our careers and we're spending a lot of time working with community organizations. And then when, then when we retire, um, you know, it's not like people think that we are, you know, we're just not going to do anything anymore within the community. And this is, this is the benefit of having the Veterans Association trying to promote within our community the great things that our veterans do within the community even after retirement. And one of the uh, uh, bonuses is that when we work with communities and this golf tournament really emphasizes that, is that our veterans continue to support the communities, they continue to work with various organizations and perhaps not in the highlighted way that you see our regular members working and and I have to say I you know I see our regular members all the time both with the OPP and all the municipal services in the area doing some amazing things within the community but we have to also remember that our vets are doing some great work as well too and and we meet regularly uh, monthly other than the summer months and, you know, we, we try to do some different things within the community and get involved with, with uh, different organizations. But the tournament itself now is, is a way for us to really express our thanks to the community and, and show them how much we support them. And for our retired members, I have to tell you, we have over uh, 40 vets playing in the tournament. Now, that includes OPP veterans, uh, municipal police veterans, um, and we have a number of spouses playing. And something very cool this year is that we have a number of our uh, members who have passed away in, in our area. A number of their uh, spouses and partners and families are contributing as well too and participating. So that's, that's the benefit of it is that it shows that our Veterans Association is is not only here in, by name, but it's here by participation within the community as well, too. Great work that you're doing, uh, Jerry. You know, it brings to mind, uh, uh, you know, over my kind of 30-year law enforcement career, I, I've known so many 
police officers and civilian members of the, of the policing community and retirees that have been involved in Special Olympics. And they truly do leave a legacy uh, that's that's quite memorable. You know, I, f- I find myself uh, uh, actually, as we're recording this podcast, believe it or not, Jerry, I'm sitting beside the high school named after Frank Hayden. And uh, Frank Hayden, if, if you don't know who he is, he's one of the pioneers in Canada of the Special Olympics uh, movement. And uh, he, he's just a great guy. He's, he's uh, quite elderly now. but uh, uh, and, and so many of my, uh, my friends and colleagues have been so involved. Uh, I, I know Jeffrey Northrup uh, in Toronto there. Uh, he was killed in the line of duty a few years ago. And um, it, his wife is actually carrying on Jeff's legacy for being involved. So I, it's really heartwarming to hear all the, the things that, that you're doing with the retirees and, uh, you know, spouses and, you know, maybe members that have pa- passed away and, and are now, you know, their families are still involved. I just think it's great what you're doing. So. And, and, you know, Scott, that's, that's where the, the social and the mental and the emotional value comes into the tournament, and and again, I just want to highlight. I I'm the spokesperson. I'm the one that's sort of coordinating it. But but we have such a great team, and uh, we just we have a new executive here in Kingston that we uh, have started. Uh, John Pedersen, and and uh, you know was the chair of our local chapter, and he did it for many years. Did a wonderful job. He was he was active and and really plays people, and he still is. Um, he actually just lives up the road from me, and it's it's great. But we have a new ch- a new chapter executive here with myself, and and a new chair, and new directors, and a new secretary treasurer. So this is a really a great way for us to I think kick off where we want to go as an executive and move the bar a little forward. I think that John and all our past executive members have set a great foundation here in our chapter here in Kingston. And really all we're doing is really building on that right now and and scaffolding to the point where we want to get to a certain area where, and I like the word legacy because we want to leave a certain legacy and then get to that point. And that's where the social impact comes here and the emotional impact and the mental impact is that it gets our, our members out and involved and socially engaged with with not only ourselves which is great to do but with our community and 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 with the pillars that we've set up with the golf tournament it it really i'll tell you we have had i've had many members uh retired vets that have contributed by going out and getting prizes because they they wanted to get involved or uh they want to volunteer and in fact i'll tell you how how well we have done this and with the emotional and the social value of it is that I've actually got students from St. Lawrence College now that have contacted me and they are going to volunteer their time from the police foundations program there. They're they're going to spend some time helping to run some on-course games and registration and that. So you can see not only are we supporting our vets, but we're really going to support the the new potential officers that are that want to get into law enforcement. And isn't that the coolest thing about it? Because now we can have, you know, look, you'll have, we'll have all that experience sitting in the room 
when we have dinner and, and celebrating the day and celebrating our veterans, but we're also going to have these officers or these students, sorry, that are looking to get into law enforcement and they're going to see, wow, this is what it's all about. You know, this is, it's not just out riding around in a cruiser and, and, and working, you have to get involved in the community and engage too. So there's, there's really several aspects here that are going to benefit not only our vets, but our future law enforcement officers and as well as our spouses and our, and sadly our deceased members, uh, spouses and partners as well. Well, keep up the good work, uh, Jerry. Uh, when we are interviewing people here on the 10-5 podcast, we have a, we've developed a bit of a tradition here that we like to do. We, we like to ask our guests uh, what their three wishes would be. Um, you know, three things that you would love to come true to, to make a difference in the world. doesn't matter if it's relating to policing or your volunteer work or whatever. And we've actually had some people talk on this podcast and actually have their wishes come true because the right people heard uh, what was being said in, uh, on this platform and, and good things happen because of it. So we're wondering if you could share uh, with us your three wishes, Jerry. Yeah, sure. So first wish, of course, I'll tell you, I have to say it's a bit of a personal wish, but I, we're hoping that we have great weather on Friday the 28th for the tournament. <laughs> and everybody, you know what, Mother Nature, we can't control that, but uh, we're certainly hoping. So that would be number one. The second thing is, I hope this is turns out to be a great opportunity for us to show the community how involved and engaged our our veterans are through the OPP Veterans Association. Uh, you know, not only not only locally, but provincially. And we have members that are vets and still serving members from all over the province coming here. It's not just the Kingston area. It's it's Peterborough, Gananoque, uh, Perth, Barrie, the GTA. They're coming from all over the place. And that's, that's, that's what our hope is, is that people understand and start to see that the value of being a member of the, the OPPVA and what we really do, and, and, it's, and we, we're here to support the community. And then the, the third one is exactly what I just said. I, I want the community to understand as well what we are all about and inform the community and supporting our Special Olympians in this case for this year, uh, for, for what they are accomplishing and, and what they do. They travel all over the province uh, competing in events. And it, this is probably going to be the pinnacle of the, of the year for them in that they are going to be involved in the tournament. And we're not just supporting them in the, financially, they're actually playing in the tournament and we're going to develop those new friendships and relationships with the Special Olympians as well, too. So I would say those are really my three big wishes for this tournament. So we're quickly coming to the end of this podcast. So I'm going to ask if you have any final words or thoughts, Jerry. And I also was curious if anyone's listening in the area and they're interested in this golf tournament or, or supporting or getting involved. Can you let the, our listeners know how they can do that? 
So, Emily, so what we have is we, we are full. So we have all the players we can take to the tournament. Um, but we are always willing to accept sponsors up to the day of the tournament or donations. We've had a number of people from the community get involved either through sponsorship of player prizes or major sponsors. We have two sponsors that took on a major role within our tournament. That's the Box Me Up company that is uh, serves Eastern Ontario. And then, of course, Canada Lafarge here in Bath, that the plant really jumped on board and is supporting us well as major sponsors. But there's a whole bunch of local sponsors as well, too, that have, are contributing. And so if anybody still wants to either support it through prizes or a donation, they can certainly contact me. I can, I can provide, they can message me through Facebook. We do have a Facebook uh, website set up or, or page set up that uh, if you want to become involved in it, just send me a message and I can send you an invite for it. We keep it fairly tight as far as our uh, involvement. and, and uh, But I'll, I'll just give you a great example here of, of what, we, what we have. I just spoke to a lady the other day, uh, Jane, who owns a butter tart company here in Bath. And she has won several awards at the Midland Butter Tart Festival. And so what she's going to do is provide a prize package for somebody for butter tarts. So not your traditional golf prize at a golf tournament, but that's the type of thing that, that people will really appreciate, I think, is instead of hats and T-shirts, we're getting those local sponsors involved. So anybody who wants to be involved, and, and I will say as well too, if anybody wants to volunteer their time, I'm sure I can find something for them to do. There's always a job, for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you, Jerry. And thank you for joining us today. We'll make sure in the show notes that we provide all the links for uh, people to communicate with you, to get in touch and, and to support this excellent tournament. And the best of luck to you next Friday. Thanks, Emily. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We'll, it'll be uh, great to see it all come together and uh, we'll have a great day, I'm sure. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button on your podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every other Friday morning. On behalf of Scott and myself, it is our pleasure to host the 10-5 podcast. And from everybody here at the OPP Association, thanks for listening and stay safe.